Hi, welcome to the Pedestrian Fest podcast. My name is Michael Amland, where we talk about whatever we want to talk about. Good afternoon. Hey, well, it's good. It's good evening here, but welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm doing well, man. How you? How are you doing, man? I'm doing great. Yes. Uh, so sorry about a couple of times before, man. I, I was getting married the last couple of months, so it's it's just been crazy here. Actually, I yeah. was going to start off with congratulations. <laughs> I, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, it uh, really does go by in a in a blink once once you're in the actual day. But uh, the preparation for it is is a lot. I I am. Yeah. What's that? I'm. It's like one of those things you're looking forward to, but at the same time you you're not looking forward to all that. But I <laughs> I yeah. feel you. I, I feel you. But yes, it's uh, it's nice to be back in the ordinary time. I can say that much. <laughs> so um, how, I want, to, oh, how, how I want the, going, oh, so, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say, I apologize for not clicking on the button earlier. I was trying to grab my guitar and knock oh, cool. the dust off of, uh, because it's been ages since I've grabbed my guitar and it's it's basically out of tune. So, in throughout the episode, I'm gonna be tuning it. And um, yeah, ever ever since I switched to basically making music via, um, e- I guess e- not EDM, but keyboard and mouse and whatnot, the guitar stays um, lunged up. But I I wanted to stick to what I was talking about. I got my guitar, so I can knock the dust off of it today. Great, yeah. Um, you know, I it's hard for me because I, I mean I love guitar, but I I love keyboards too. Uh, it's it's whatever's inspiring you, I think. Um, but it, I, I tend to find a lot more interesting sounds and textures, you know, through keyboards and things like that as well. Uh, and it's less, a lot less work, honestly. <laughs> it in, is. In, in the recording world. It, it is. One, yeah. one of the things that I really like about having different um, mediums to switch between it's the 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 way you form your melodies because if oh. you're if you're if you're on your keyboard like and I'm talking if you're just using the typeface mm-hmm. there's a different way you form your melodies that way if you're on a piano your melodies come different that way if you're on FL Studio Mobile with the whole slide feature your melodies form different that way and the guitar et cetera et cetera et cetera so it's just it's one of those things where I've I want to be able to just if I'm if I'm in a mood or I'm feeling it, I'm just like I'm just gonna switch the instruments out and make yeah. stuff that way, and that's how right. I like to do it. Absolutely, and uh, you know, and guitar is one of those things where I feel like I, it hasn't been emulated as well. Like I I don't know. I I think you can definitely tell like when it's you know a quote unquote real guitar as opposed to like a an emulation. Yeah, but you if you if you if you've had an ear with it before. That's mm-hmm. how you can definitely tell. It's I, I was in orchestra, um, was it seventh grade, all the way up Ooh. to about sophomore year. And oh, wow. just being in orchestra, it opened the door for little things like knowing how vibrato works. So then right. you can try to recreate it on the um, tech side of it or knowing that there's like a different, there's like the plan out loud version of it. If you want to play loud. And since I, since you know those things from the experience, then you can do your best to try to recreate it in this um, synthetic world. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Uh, 
so for you know our our listeners can you just tell a little bit about yourself like you know what kind of where you're from and and, you know kind of what azuzo is it azuzo rodeo yeah 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 kind of what Um, that's about Woo! So, uh, forgive me for the. I'm trying to. I'm gonna attempt to do the Spark Note version of this. Okay. Um, I, I, I'd like to start off with saying I'm, I'm. I like to see myself as a master of all trades. No, 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 no. Jack of all trades, master of eight. And I say, I say eight, but I, I think that I'm just gonna keep the number. Just keep growing because it's just. Hey, man, don't don't limit yourself. If you if you're out there saying you're a jack of all trades and a master of none, shut that up. You can master one of them. You can master a lot of them. So right. That's that's um that's that's the route I like to go with. Jack of all trades, master of eight, and growth mindset, right? Exactly. You learn it all. Yeah. But uh, for starters, um, I am D Saint Eight. Um. I, my my real name is Darius. I'm from Dallas, Texas. Um, Oak Cliff. That's why I call my my segment out of the show Oak Cliff Beach. Um, but what Zuzu Rodeo is? It's a variety stream that I put together with a couple guys, my friends, um, Liquid, Doctor Green, and V's. We were we were sitting around. We had a podcast back in the end of. 19 it's one we don't speak of because one day we might get counseled because of it but um (laughs) but the we you know during the pandemic we wanted to connect with each other they were just coming back from colorado and i was like you guys stay over there for a while i'm gonna stay over here and then we just got online and started doing shows and uh it just it just took and the it actually started with um I didn't want it to fall off. So I decided to go and make my own show. And then I just kept with it, kept with it. Now I'm building a community behind it. So Zuzu Rodeo is both a variety stream and a community. And we have everyone on there from artists to chefs to um, it's just you name it. And we just talk about stuff and random people hop in and give their point of view on it. And yeah, throwing little events like the Among Us game was going crazy. So I just said, okay. Well, let's. I threw an event, got us all together, recorded it, uploaded it, and that's just that's just the stuff that I do on the podcasting end of it. On the flip side, it's just D saying eight. I make music, um, I write stories. I, I mean, I do a lot of crap, but I mean, I'm just a creative. I'm a creative, and I like having fun and doing the things that I want to do, so I can push motivate others well basically so i can push motivating others and keeping the fire going i just want to inspire other people to inspire that's what i'm here for well that's really cool uh you know i, I heard that you, you did like a, a new theme song today or released it yeah before. you know that i i really dug the, the synth sounds on that but particularly like the main passage um was that like an arpeggio or is that just like the, the way that patch sounds or it's it's a it's so it's an art. Well, yeah, 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 yo, arpeggio, yeah, it's an arpeggio, and okay. the way that I throw the flanger on there, it so mm-hmm. if from the way that Izuzu Rodeo's little um, icon or logo looks, uh, it's it's just a monkey riding a world through space, which and, is awesome. You know, I, I love that, like, <laughs> and, and I just wanted yeah. to go for a spacey feel, so it just right. Threw the flanger on there, kind of give it the alien vibe. You have an arpeggio, and then you just shift through it, and you give it some freaking Jamariki. Is it Jamariki? I don't think I'm saying his name correct correctly, but you give it like that little funk 
funk drums and you just there you go you're doing your thing <laughs> yeah it's you know it just sound like a dork it's very groovy like i liked it a lot <laughs> so, that was cool speaking uh, of which i've heard your tracks and okay so i'm not sure if if that's your so the the is your wife the singer no okay um, that was from a band I was in um, a few years back called Poly Shakedown. Uh, I used to work at a school of rock here in Virginia. Mm. And uh, Brittany, uh, instructor there, and I told her I was working on some music and, you know, I was looking for a female vocalist. And, uh, you know, we, we worked together in that band for, uh, you know, a couple of years. We made that one album. Um, and that, you know, that was pretty much it. It was just kind of like a fun kind of dance pop project. Yeah, I've um, definitely felt the fun. I definitely felt the well, yeah, the the dance and EDM. Um, there was one song, the actually the first one when you go on your SoundCloud, it makes me think of something like Lady Gaga would do. Right. Um, there's a Halloween esque song. I can't remember the lyrics. I remember the first time we started talking. I was Is listening it to that. My, my way. Yes. It's, it's yes. Got that like. Yeah. 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 I so, was like, Brittany, I have this Nightmare Before Christmas B-side, like, write lyrics for it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's probably my favorite one that we did, uh, you know, in the, in that group. So that, that was a fun time. Are you still making music now? I still make music, yes. Uh, my co-host and I, Matt, um, we have a band called MBMA, Um and that is a little bit different. It's more uh, kind of folky. Like he is more acoustic guitar. I play more mandolin. Mm. Um, and, you know, we used to play like on our friends' porches and stuff. Like it was kind of like, you know, very uh, kind of down home kind of music, um, which we like. Uh, but then we have recorded some songs that are, uh, you know, more full band, more rock type songs. So at this time, we're kind of trying to uh, finish the songs because his, his work schedule, he works nights. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of hard. We're, we're never in the same room, per se. So it's kind of like, all right, I did this. He comes back in in the morning and finishes it up. So we're just trying to, like, uh, you know, fine-tune our process and uh, finish up a couple of songs for that and get it out. Uh, Do you... I, I was, I can, so I do that same thing. My brother, he's all the way in Iowa and every now and then we're always trying to figure out how we can work together, especially since he's night. I am, well, we just, we sleep schedules get effed up all the time. Right, right. now I'm currently on a go to sleep at eight, wake mm -hmm. up at 3 a.m., stay up all day. That's oh. the current mode I'm in. Right. But <laughs> um, I, I don't know what, your setup is, but I can, I can share mine to see if it can help you. Um, there's a, oh crap. I got to remember what the name is. There's an app called sync thing and you basically can link your computers with someone. So you'll have a folder and every time you upload something, it'll go into that other folder and how we use it. We, we, um, I'll have a song I've made and he'll go in and he'll say, Oh, that's nice. He'll throw the drums in it. When I wake up, the drums will be there. And then we can keep going back and forth. And then if you add something like a streaming service to it or um, like Discord, you can basically you can you can share the same screen in real time. 
the same music, work on a project in different locations at the same time. And that's that's what we do. We pair with SyncThing and Discord. And now you have the ability to be in the same place with somebody and that, jam out with them. That is super cool. Um, I know Pro Tools was doing something kind of like that. I, I forget what they, they call it, but I've been hearing more about Pro Tools where people can collaborate more like live like that. Um, but yeah, we'll definitely look into that. I mean, it, Matt doesn't really have a, a you know computer that has that kind of capability. That's that's been the thing. Yeah. Um, so he's actually having to you know come over and, and do stuff here, um, or on his phone. So I mean, we do this podcast on our phones. I mean, it's, it's kind of amazing what you can do on your you know mobile device yeah. now. But. Uh, you can literally do anything. I, I, okay, this made me feel old. I was talking, no, I was on Reddit when I was talking about it. And the kids were talking about how they, they had a game plan, how they wanted to buy a computer. Pretty much the way it was, they were, they were saying, all I have is FL Studio on my phone. I'm going to make the beats, sell the beats directly from my phone, um, save that money up so I can buy a little laptop. They continue the same process. And it's just, now you have the ability to start with something like your phone and eventually who knows become the next big time i don't know just just it's it's crazy on on how technology is right there at your fingertips you don't need all the fancy stuff you can stream a whole you can make a whole movie off your phone do the music do the recording and and probably make a crap load of money off of it which yeah. is something I'm probably going to do because we, I need to do that. I need to film this movie I got in my mind. got to do this. But, yeah, man, like, it's it's crazy what you could do with tech these days. Yeah, and I think exactly what you're saying. Like, you just got to do it. I mean, you just got to sit down and actually make it happen. Um, I think, you know, we definitely kind of, like, we, we had a lull period of, of creativity. Uh, but we've, we've gotten back into – you know, and then I had my, my marriage impending marriage coming up and that, you know, kind of took president. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, I think it, it, it's astounding what you can do if you are driven and you've got an idea that you believe in, cause yeah, you can get it out there and basically be, you know, your entire production <laughs> company essentially. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's wild. Um, so cool. Well, I guess that kind of brings us up to date. Um, <laughs> how long have you been playing music? Uh, let's see. Playing, playing music. I've probably been playing music. I know for a fact, definitely seventh grade, but if you really want to be technical prior to that i was in choir and also plays that they had songs in so in some form of fashion that counts as well so sure um i guess i could say i've been doing the i've been kind of doing this music thing since second grade man i've been in this in this entertaining thing um since second grade but it really didn't kick off until eighth grade that's when that's when the wake up really kicked in when I when I knew I knew exactly everything I wanted to do. Um, it, it just it all came it all came together. And then as I keep kept progressing in it, I started going all the dreams that I want to do. I can make all of those things happen. 
I can make them all happen at once. And and now that's the that's the that's the what I desire. I always I always talk about it. My my dream job or not even dream job. I this is the setting I want. I want to wake up. I want to have a room where there's three desks. When you look to the left, that's where I I um pretty much that's why I draw everything out and write stories on it. Um, then when you look to the middle desk, no, I'll, instead I'll put it on the right wall. And on the right wall, there'll be my music and where I make all the music for it and all the stuff. And in the middle, I'll bring it all together and I'll just turn it into this musical, I don't know, fiasco trifecta thing. That's, that's, that's always been the thing. It's just I want to be able to blend drawing, writing stories, and music all together and just basically just make my own. I want to make my own shows. That's what I want to do. That's the goal. Now, if I can just figure out how to harness time and space so I can give myself the ability to do all of that. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's uh finding that balance to do all that is tough. That that's definitely the dream. Just, you know, full on creative all the time. You know? Yeah. Like, and, and it's crazy. Cause as I, as I progress, like even more just starts introducing to myself that I want to do. I, I want to start off with that, but eventually I want to get to the point where I have the, not only the time to just create, but I have the time to, I don't know, maybe I can go dabble with tech and give ideas to do stuff like Elon. Like I, it would be cool to watch this branch off from just creating to turn it into okay, now I am making my own space project. It, it, it's just dream big, man. Dream big yeah. and go home. <laughs> oh, I, I agree. Um, certainly, Elon is, is you know a prime example of that. I mean, he shoots for the stratosphere with that. Patch that. How do you feel about Mars? Um, would you sign up for the the one way ticket? <laughs> uh. You know, I would I would do it. Yes, uh, you know that's assuming I have that kind of money to do that. <laughs> yeah, there is that part too that they don't tell uh, you about. <laughs> right. Uh, but yes, I would do that. I, I think I would be, you know, who who wouldn't do that? I guess you know. It it depends because it's like right. the roller coaster thing. You don't want to be the first one on the roller coaster, <laughs> right? Yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. You got got to take got to take those risks, though. Although that is that's you know that's a little <laughs> more than most. But uh, cool. So I guess uh, you know, kind of, you want to talk a bit about like your influences, like who who were kind of some of your first inspirations. To real, you said like eighth grade was kind of like when it really hit you. Like, okay, this is what I'm about. This is what I want to do. Who was kind of, you know, guiding you towards that? So, me and my my good friend Evan, we had a rock band that we started in the end of seventh grade, but then okay. it really became something we was desired for in eighth grade because I was still in orchestra. And okay. we started writing songs and singing songs together. I remember we had this, we had a rock band by the name of Dead Roses Rising. And nice. the influence of it was Fallout Boy and Panic at the Disco. I remember it was cool. it was me and three other guys. And it was actually 
basically after eighth grade, everyone was all because most of the time when you end the school career, it goes well, not school career. I didn't drop out after eighth grade, right? <laughs> but but um, at the end of eighth grade, uh, it was always funny because the girls were always crying, saying, "Oh, we're never going to see each other again." And me and Evan. We looked at each other and said, we're going to go get guitars and we're going to train. And when we get back to seeing each other in high school, we're going to just see what happens. And we both did that when our separate ways, basically trained all summer, came back high school and we started this rock band. We actually did shows together. Um, Actually, our first our first live performance was a talent show, mostly for everyone. We we um it it was cool because at that point I was also that's when I also picked up the rapping thing and uh, I remember the show the show had you had to apply for it and then there were three judges and they had to let you they let you know if you could go I went in for a show I had with someone else and then I had another show that was rapping that was by myself and then me and Evan were doing our thing and I would always play and sing guitar and he would I think he would he was just singing at that time. And we were singing Fall Out Boys, Me and You. And nice. the only problem was, I think I was singing off key because I tend to do that thing where, because when you make music, you know how you hear all the instruments and everything that's going on? Oh, so yeah, certainly in a live environment, yeah. And if you do yeah. that sometimes and you don't focus yeah. in on your part, you start singing right. everything. <laughs> right, right, yeah. And that's how that went. So our 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 rock part of that concert didn't happen, but it was cool because we got to do it. Like we got to perform it. It was really awesome. Um, but the influence, it was crazy because I think in that time period, I was kind of turned off the rap music because it was in that weird dance period where everyone was just making dance songs and, and um, like, don't get me wrong. Some of those were classics, but it was just, it didn't, it didn't call to me. Like, after you heard the seventh different version of Yup in My White Tea, you kind of was like, right. eh. and then I accidentally was flipping through my radio and discovered Kiss FM and okay. music with freaking guitars. And I was just going like, oh, I love this. I love this. I freaking love this. And they're singing, no, I'm, I'm just jamming out and want to do a punk rock band. And it was, it was, that was like my childhood the well, my other my newest childhood dream. I just wanted to make rock music. I, I was always uh, I guess an A student until I found something I loved. And when I found music, that's when I was like, screw all this other crap. I know what I want now. This is the path for me. And I mean, it, it just that happened. And then when I found out I was good at rapping, <laughs> then I was just like, okay, now I really know. Because um, I just started off doing that with some friends. They were just all rapping. And and next thing I know, I just took my tablet home. Instead of doing homework, it switched to I'm just writing up a tablet. I, I think in freshman year, not freshman year, I believe it was sophomore year, I wrote a total of, I don't want to lie, but I know I had maybe over 100 songs in a tablet when I was supposed to be doing homework. And I'm not just talking about just writing verses since I knew rock music and I knew other songs and I knew how songs progression were. I understood (laughs) that there was more than, than just verses. I knew that there was hooks. I knew that those were, there were bridges and I would always make the sound of the song in my head so I could, I could replicate it 
sing, make the melodies, and then just keep writing all these songs down. And it was it was it was cool. It was really cool, and I really loved it. I just it was just I loved it, man. It, it made time That's amazing. just go away. I yeah. love that. And yeah, it's just that that's that's my origin story, man. That's that's my origin story. Sitting there with a right pad and a writing and writing, just drawing up stuff, writing songs, writing stories. I used to uh, it's just it's, it's so much. I could just talk all day on telling you the origin story of all that crap. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, man, that's like the, the source of it. You know, I, I've heard a lot of artists talk about, you know, uh, I think Jim Atkins from Jimmy Eat World, like that, his new podcast is about that. He's like, look, I'm just talking about getting from zero to one. Like, how how do I get that creative spark? You know, what what is that process? Um, and that's really cool. It sounds like you just like were hitting the ground running. Like you just had you knew it. You could hear it. You could envision it. You were putting it, you know, all there uh, and having that kind of command over that is really, really cool. Uh, I think I got that later. I definitely, uh, you know, my early songs are are pretty cringeworthy. Like everybody's yeah. early songs are cringeworthy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we were, you know, we were, you know, stoned high school kids. I mean, essentially, my my first band, we were like kind of like a jam band type thing, um, and you know, trying to write these like multi part suites or whatever. You know, songs are going on for fifteen twenty minutes. And, I, you know, I, it's amazing to me our, our parents didn't, you know, turn our instruments off sometimes. <laughs> but, you know, they were very, very, very supportive. Uh, and then we kind of switched over. Basically, the drummer said, like, hey, guys, like this, this jam thing isn't really working out. So we're going to switch over to pop. Mm. And that's when we went from like our jam band thing to more of like a kind of an indie pop thing called Still Pink. And, you know, we, we, we did some, some cool tours. Uh, we got to play South by Southwest oh, sweet. Um, a couple of times. Um, so we went out to Austin. Um, and, uh, you know, that, that was, it was fun. That's, that's when I think I started to get a little more confident in my writing. I mean, we were only a three-piece band. So, it's, you know, I'm singing and playing guitar in the studio. I'm doing you know, everything else except drums. Um, but uh, I don't know. My writing process is, I, I don't feel like it's ever like an inspired thing. Like I really have to like, you know, just like, I don't know. It's strange to me. I'll, I'll read a lot of artist interviews and they're like, you know, whenever I have that day and I say I'm going to sit down and write a song, I never write a song. Me, that's when I actually write. I basically just go, look, you're going to write today. Yeah. And no matter what it sounds like, you're going to complete it or take it to this level of completion. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know. It, it's different for everybody. But I, I, there's also, like, some ideas just, like, clearly are the better ones, at least to you, you know? Yeah. Um, but then some of them, you know, it, that's where the craft part comes in. Like, you just you work on it until it's complete you know in parentheses like whatever that means um what's uh what have you been most proud of that you've written lately or what's been an idea that you've been like man that's that's really really interesting so i don't like tooting my own horn because i 
I finally mm-hmm. got over. There was a period where I was very arrogant because I I listened to too much Kanye, and oh. <laughs> and basically I said, well, if he can be arrogant, then I could be arrogant too. And right. it turned out that's not how it works. So I learned my lesson from that. Mm-hmm. But mm. I I do recognize when I think I've made some something really gold. Um, mm-hmm. There's a there's a couple of projects that I have lined up for myself for to release next year and Mm. one of them it's just it's actually telling that experience that humbling experience or re-humbling myself and coping with my I guess what I would call like certain loss or dealing with just lose I I lost my mom back in 18 and Oh, and then, like, like it was actually it was my mom, uh, my grandma, all in the same period of time. And because yeah, my mom, she died. It was on. Yeah, we had her funeral on Mother's Day, and wow, and not, not Mother's Day, but it was like Mother's Day was that week. It was that week, right? And right. all this is going on. My brother was going through crap, and it was just okay. All this is basically putting me in this weird position where I'm. I have to kind of know myself to it. And just get stuff done. You just got to get shit done at that point. And right. I didn't really start trying to cope or figure out ways to cope with it till I sat down and started working on a track. And it was this. There was a song that starts off with. Um, basically, I wrote. It was like I heard you stop wasting time and started all the things on your mind. And then it just goes from there and just took off from there. And I just write the whole piece to it. And I just it just comes together nicely. And it feels so good because it's it's everything that I that I experience is everything. It's like I was basically doing my therapy for myself. And that's what I'm proud of. It's just it was just being able to do the therapy that I needed by myself. And actually, what's crazy is podcasting is also another form of therapy for me. It's um, oh, definitely. It's yeah. it's been a surprising thing for me. It's just the fact that you get to sit there and talk with people, and you get to learn things. You get to, I mean, I ain't tr- I'm not trying to be on anything Disney, but you you basically you kind of mend with other hearts, and it's just it's totally. it's, it's it's a nice experience, and I've really been enjoying all of that. And it's just I'm blending all of that together, and I'm blending it from just not only the music. But there's there's a comic that I want to release with it as well, and I'm telling all the stories. Ooh. And currently, my as a podcaster, I'm kind of acting as the dad of my main character. So while right. I'm podcasting, I'm also the character for the story that I'm working on. So it's just cool. It's just there's there's just that. That's just that's what I'm proud of. I'm proud of the next project that I'm going to release. <laughs> well, I can't wait to you know, hear it, watch it, read it, experience it, it sounds like, you know. And uh I think that's that's a really cool, you know, multifaceted approach. Sounds awesome. Um what what time are you thinking early next year, kind of mid next year, are you expecting to to release that? So depending on how me and my brother schedule um, a recording sessions during Thanksgiving will pretty much determine if mm-hmm. the first part of it comes out in February. Okay. And since I don't, I don't know if you. Okay, so the number eight on my name, 
Uh, so a little backstory. Um, I always over, I always over try to figure out a way to make myself kind of unique or, um, or, or pretty much I try to justify as much bullshit as I can. That's pretty much what it is. <laughs> right. Uh, there was when I started off, my original uh alter ego's name was D Sanity. And I made that because I was I was a fan of Ludacris at a at a time. Oh, and, I, I love Ludacris. Yeah. Well, my name's Darius Taylor. So then right. I wanted to go, okay, I'll put right. the D here, put the T there. Ludacris is kind of like okay, it's Ludacris. Well, I am right. D Sanity. Well, I performed a lot of places and they could never get that name right. They would always call me D Santa. And then oh, wow. someone mixed the letters up and said, okay, D Satan. And I was like, please, no, let's not do this. <laughs> and so I just said, screw Isn't it. It's funny how that happened. Right? Like, like <laughs> people <laughs> always do, you know, I, I've even had people pronounce this podcast wrong. I'm like, it, I don't know. It, it's not like it's in a different language. Like, just read the name. Right? I don't understand. Go to fucking Google. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, I, D Saint 8 was not hard for my brain to you know, pronounce that. I, it, but it's amazing to me, you know, even in still pink, people would be like, Oh, it's, it's still, you know, I don't even know pinky. how you do that. How do you mess yeah. still pink up? Like, you, yeah. it, uh, I, I just think humans, their hobby is fucking things up, but I don't, yeah. I don't mean that. I, I just, it's a joke. Humans. It's a joke. Oh, <laughs> we're, we're fine. Humans. We're just saying a lot of humans, like, you know, they're either not paying attention or like that's, you know, they always got to take this jab at like artistic people or something. I don't know. <laughs> like, um, oh, well, but I, I, I D Sane 8, I um, ended up calling myself D Sane. And then I found out a guy in Seattle was called D Sane. And, and I was like, I just like, no, I refuse to. I refuse to change my name or I refuse yeah. to have the same name as someone else. So then right. I played on the original acronym of Desanity, which was Don't Stop at Nothing, Always Try. And Ooh. I turned it to Desane was um, Dream Start and Never End. And I smacked the eight on there because in in the rap world, when someone goes really hard on a song, they say, hey, Desane eight or like that person eight. So now it's like Desane eight that track or whatever. And not to mention, I started splitting myself up into different personalities because of trauma. And I had eight different versions of myself. So, ta-da, D-Sane 8, why not? So, that's, that, that's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the precipice. <laughs> that's phenomenal. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, my, uh, my alter ego name is nowhere near as cool as that. So... <laughs> Uh, but you can make it as cool as that. That's it, oh it, yeah. That's the that's the honestly. I think that's pretty much the reason why I like to like I like to do it. I like to do it because pretty much I think it's my ADD, my self-diagnosed ADD. It's like mm-hmm. everything has to be on a ten plus, and it's because my my my. It's crazy. I say this because um Kanye. <laughs> was on uh, the Joe Rogan show and he was explaining his thought process and right. most of the time when I talk to my friends before I before they, they revealed to me just how sloppy my conversation style was I would always go you just don't understand and it's cuz I was trying to think of things in different formats and they'd be layered and after I understood that it's it just my mind I guess my mind kind of goes all over the place and I do my best to try to contain it when I can. But if I'm going to create something, I'm going to just 
tried to give it my best to just just dip it in just all its glory. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a beautiful thing. Um, I think I come from like a, I I don't know like a, you know, I consider myself a very improvisational musician, but the you know the approach to me is like I always felt like. You know, you can have these endless jam sessions with people and it can still be four people in a room and it's like they're by themselves. But what I figured out was if you're listening to the other musicians, not listening so much to yourself, you'll never run out of ideas because then you'll start to play to their ideas. Yeah. And then it's a lot more interesting instead of just, hey, here's this cool thing I can do for, you know, 10 minutes. Um, I don't. I don't know. And now like that's my favorite part of playing with other people. It, it seems so obvious, but that, that really is the thing. It's like, wow, I, I'm much more interested in what they're bringing to this than, you know, hearing what I'm doing. Dude, that's just uh, like podcasting. It's right. You, you, you learn different people, you learn different speeds. It's, it's crazy. Cause I've been on, I, I remember early on, there was a friend of mine and he he was he's a real chill dude, real chill dude, and I'm like I'm just at the time I was getting off of work and I was just I was in the hyperdrive, and right. it's just you interacting with more folks, you know, especially if you're going into it with an open heart, an open mind, and you're you're you know you're 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 open. You you will soon learn how to not only adapt learn and then you'll understand more about the human experience as a whole and that's just the that's the the coolest part about it and that's it's kind of like you said with music that's another cool way to go about it like i i like doing that too the jam sessions just sit there and you guys just you you actually hang out um there's there's a my i like to call him my sensei um when i went to go visit him one time we were doing music some years ago he was he had an experience where he was recording and some people came in, and they were just hanging out. It, they were just jamming out. And what they did, so he was just playing a tune. They basically threw a party. They threw a party, and they just left the mic on through the whole period. They played the, wow. they played the tunes. They jammed out with it. People came in, sung some stuff on it. People came in, rapped and laid bars on it. People were just, like, in there clapping, and let all that was on it. And then you just had this... You had this experience. You didn't just yeah. have a song. You guys got to actually have that jam session and much more. And it was it's a beautiful concept. And I can't wait to do that with some people. That's really cool. I, I would love to do something like that. Uh, you know, we my old high school band, we played uh, our friend's high school party. And we played like from midnight to sunrise. Mm. That's that was a long time to play some music. That's crazy, uh, but that was probably yeah. the best fucking time ever. Well, by the end of it, you're just in this like tran trance, basically. I mean, I you know, I I don't hours went by that you know just you're in this soundscape. Uh, but that you know that sounds even cooler having other people participate and and come into that. So that's that's really neat. Uh, yeah, wow, that's awesome. You know, it would be if we could figure out how to do that virtually. Right. That would be great. Just to well, and there should be a way because if you go to Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel has all the different bands in different locations sitting on like six screens and they're all playing in sync. 
So right. I would think there is a way to pull that off. And if so, that would be an amazing thing to do. A midnight to sunset. No, a midnight to sunrise event where we all just get together, jam out, and just just okay. We gotta we gotta put a pin in that and we need to figure out how we can make that happen. I know we know musicians yeah. where we can make that happen. Yeah, I'm putting a big circle around that. I'm gonna do some research and, and see if we can make that happen because that would be really cool. Um uh, well all right, I, I can't stay on too long, um, D Saney, but I, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, it's been a real pleasure, and I definitely want to hang out on Azuzu, and I'll, I'll see if, if Matt and I can get on there as well. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add, or um, you know, uh, anywhere you'd like people to check you out? I, I mean, first I just want to say, bro, I've had a I've had a blast hanging with you. I can't wait till yeah. we do this again. I mean. It's for sure. I love I love the energy and it's our it's fun and it's come on music. You you can't you already know music is going to be an opening door. So right. honestly, the only thing I can even tell say last is um, if you're interested in any of my content, uh, just go to Google and type in D hyphen S A N E eight and you will find everything or you can find Izuzu Rodeo's content at I-Z-Z-R-O-D-E-O or you can just type in Izuzu Rodeo which is I-Z-U-Z-U R-O-D-E-O and hey give us a shout if you're interested in being a part of the community the more minds the better absolutely alright well thank you so much for coming on man have a good rest of your night you too I'll talk to you next time alright